0: Ah, shit. Here, Here we go again. again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club Podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celeste, And we are on episode 19. And on this episode, we are going to be reviewing a Truly and a Wine. Mm-hmm. We are going to play um, People I Don't Trust in the bookish world. Um, we got this off of D from TikTok. Uh, we saw her tiktok and we both really loved it and we're like oh my god we have to add yeah. this to one of Fine. our episodes mm-hmm. it's gonna be so much fun and then we're gonna be reviewing two books we have a fight a fantasy a fantasy <laughs> <laughs> a fantasy which is called these hollow vows and a ya romance which is called meet q diary so let's get into it um i'm gonna you know taste my truly i don't I think I did this one before. If not, who cares? I'm doing it again. Enjoy it. Um, this is a strawberry melon fizz. It's a hard seltzer. Let's give it a
1: go. I'm not a huge watermelon fan. Neither am I, but I'm pretty sure I like that one. Good?
0: Um, Eh? it's giving me (laughs) a watermelon Jolly Rancher vibes. Okay. Um... I had it sitting out for a little bit, so I wish it was a little bit colder, because I feel like it would be 10 times Look. better. Like, it's cold. It's just not yeah. ice cold. I like my, my Truly's ice cold. Um, but yeah, it's not bad. It tastes like a watermelon slash strawberry, like Jolly Rancher. Good.
1: I, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I like that one, too. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, So, I have a wine. It's actually a sparkling wine. I mm-hmm. love sparkling I'm wine. I'm pretty sure I know what this says. But I don't know, Menage toi. Is okay. that what? Is that how it's spelled? Right. Menage Ménage Ménage toi. That's I what don't... it looks like to me. It's sure. not, it's it... really Menage a Trois. Trois. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one sounds better, but I know. Yeah. Like, I think... that's kind of weird. Is that two people on the top? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it I, must I, be Menage it... to right?
0: Yeah, but I think it's supposed to be three people, not two, but yeah. I don't fucking know.
1: So it's a rosé, a sparkling wine. Um, It's, I think it's raspberry. Yeah. Wild strawberry-raspberry mixture.
0: Wild Mm strawberry-raspberry
1: mixture. Oh, that's good. Most sparkling wines are pretty good. I don't really drink sparkling wine, but this is
0: actually really good. I like sparkling wines.
1: Mm. That's yummy yay That's oh, i a found
0: good a good one mm-hmm. is it like summery too
1: um because i wouldn't really yeah, have I like something so. that sweet in the winter time it is pretty sweet mm-hmm. um not as sweet as like my last few wines that mm-hmm. i've tried you know how like <laughs> when you eat something sour oh i feel a, it in the back, back i'm yeah. getting like the aftertaste of that mm. sorry so i'm like trying to speak here <laughs> um but yeah, it's it's sweet, but not as sweet as my last few actual wines. Okay, cool. So I like it. I feel like it's been a while since you have one that you
0: really like, though. Yeah,
1: one mm-hmm. that was really good, because I'm not a huge wine drinker. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why we decided to do this, because yeah. we wanted to try different wines. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've kind of been mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, with so. the Trulies and mixed drinks and...
0: Hey, whatever. Whatever I can grab my hands on at this (laughs) point, that's what I'm getting. (laughs) All right, so let's jump into this. People I don't trust in the bookish world. Mm. Uh, Like I said, uh, I saw this TikTok. I sent it to Jen, and I was like, "We have to do this on the podcast." Um, Her at is at D. She's someone who does book reviews, tells you about books that she's reading. And she did this really cute, people I don't trust in the bookish world. And I have to agree with her on some of them. So let's see if we agree. What are our thoughts? The very first one is people who buy the full series before reading book one. Mm -hmm. Again, there are people out here running rampant. buying <laughs> book series,
1: and oh didn't God. even read book one. What are your thoughts, Um Jenny? So, I'm guilty. What? Yeah, I did it with Red Queen. I bought the okay. entire series of Red Queen before I read the first one. You're crazy. I fell in love with the first book, the yep. way it looked, and I was like, oh, oh this okay. sounds like fun, mm-hmm. and I bought them all. Yeah. Um, I've never done that.
0: I've never purchased a series Yeah. without reading the and first then. one.
1: Actually, you know what? Did I do it with Throne of Glass? Remember I had a bunch of um, back orders because I couldn't find them anywhere before I even read them? I feel or like you, I read the first one. I think one? you read the first one and then you just and started it ordering. It. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, then it was just the Red Queen series by Victoria Iveyard.
0: I honestly, I I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah. Well. Okay, but I've done something different. They're not a series, but I've... Okay. So, maybe I am guilty. Because I've purchased books <laughs> by this, the author. Just because I've read okay. a couple of their books. And, like, it.
1: I will always buy... Their books, because I did that with Nicholas Sparks. I feel like that's definitely understandable, mm-hmm. because I feel like we would do that with E.J. Mello. Anything she puts out, we oh, yeah, we're definitely. going to buy. So I think that's a little different, because mm-hmm. we like the writing. But I feel like a series, that could just, you could buy a book. And
0: waste your fucking money. Yeah, because you yeah. read it, and then you're just, I, I have four other books I have to read now, <laughs> or never read again. Yeah. Or give them away. Well, so, I'm guilty. Yeah. Times I am not guilty of that. I will not do that. I'm not going to buy a whole series. Because
1: usually series could
0: be up to four books.
1: Could be, yeah. You're right.
0: And then you have four books that, you know, you start reading book one. What if you read the first couple of chapters of book one and hate it and mm. just never finish? No, I can't do you that. You know
1: which one I almost did that with from Blood and Ash? Mm-hmm. I remember it was so hyped up. Everyone loved it. And I almost bought the, the first. Whole f- I think it was like three that were out at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I ended up reading the first book. Mm-hmm. Got to chapter ten, DNF.
0: I know. I can't believe
1: it. You know, I actually like. I, I think like
0: it's it. the wrong time for me. I don't know. I, I like it. I'm not in love with it. I'm not fangirling over it like yeah. some other people do. Like they're ride or die for yeah. Poppy and um. Oh my God! What's the guy's name? I don't Poppy know. and gonna tell you.
1: I really couldn't. I just Rain Far <laughs> I just felt like it was so like one note those first okay. ten chapters. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't excited. Mm-hmm. I didn't love Poppy. I wasn't like, Yes, let's see where mm-hmm. she goes kind mm-hmm. of thing. I just
0: Castile. Castile there you go. That sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: But he I went by couldn't. another
0: name at the time. I couldn't do it.
1: Nah. Nah. Next question. People who read books on their laptops. I would never in a million years read, <laughs> read on my laptop. Uh,
0: I'm guilty. That's huge. I'm guilty. What for is this that? In- okay. <laughs> Hear me out. So I read on my phone. Yeah. I have my Kindle. Mm-hmm. What if they're both dead? Or they die um, How on about me? you charge one while you're reading the other one? So I'm terrible at charging my phone. Angel makes fun of me all the time. Because, you know, your phone gives you the warnings. 20%. Mm -hmm. 10%. I think they even give you a 5%. And I would just be like, click the okay and continue and just forget. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get up in a second to get, like, my charger or whatever and just never do. So then it dies. And it's at a good point. So I'm going to go to my Kindle. And half the time, that shit's dead, too. So what else am I supposed to do? I'm going to finish my book. I feel like half the time your laptop's dead, so what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to find something. <laughs> I think that's crazy. That's huge. Yeah, I've definitely read um, okay. yeah. on my laptop before. All right. If anything, it's, it's better for my eyesight. Is
1: it, though? Is do it? you put it on the mode where it's like a book? Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that makes it a little better, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next
0: question is, People who listen to audiobooks at 2x speed. That's crazy. How can you even understand so, what's
1: going on? So, what I do, because I've been getting into a lot of audiobooks lately. Um, if I've never read the books before, it's going to be at like 1.3 or whatever. I think that's pretty average, normal mm-hmm. speaking voices. If I read the book, Realm Breaker... I reread that one, but I did it via audiobook and while I was looking at the book so I could tag stuff. Okay. I did it at, like, 1.8. So it was pretty close to Mm 2. It was really fast, but I remember the book. It was just little points that I felt like I was missing. Okay, okay. So I would never do it on a new book. So for a
0: reread, you would probably do it that fast because Mm -hmm. you already have some kind of memory of the book. I have
1: an idea, yeah. But... To not just, a new one, no. Just a new book, no. Absolutely automatically. not. Because they're you talking miss like words. this. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like what are you listening? Yeah, no. to? Yeah, know. You it's, miss words for sure. It's
0: like, um, you ever seen the show Gilmore Girls? No. No, I feel like the um Rory and her mom they talk at two too speed <laughs> because they could be having an open dialogue and it's like neither one of them take like a breath oh, while man. they're talking. So it's like they, oh to me, they always spoke really fast to each other. Mm-hmm. So that it reminded me of that. But to like, how? It's, you can't
1: even comprehend it and you can't enjoy
0: the book like that. There's no way you There's can. There's no way. To me, you're just trying to get through it. Just mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a really popular book and you just want to be in the in crowd and be like, oh, I know what
1: this book is about, but you can't yeah, really... Yeah, but you can't enjoy it. Like, you can't yeah. get that emotion that you really want from mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I had that for Realm mm-hmm. I felt that. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to get through it to remember any points that I missed. Right. But. All
0: right. The next question is people that have monthly TBRs and stick to them. Never. Never. You are not human nope. if you do that. Mm-mm. You are a robot. I think about it. I apologize if I find anyone <laughs> saying a that. <laughs> but you are crazy. Either you're crazy or you're super organized. And again, that's super crazy. Or
1: their TBR isn't that long. Yeah, but I have not met anyone.
0: I TBR have is. so many books. Same. That is not even TBR anymore. It's just like, when I get to you, I get to you. Mm-hmm. Because. Or I may never get to you. I know. That kind of sucks, though. But I do have books There's, on
1: my shelf like that. Yeah,
0: I have. Like, I told you, uh, the Jodi um, book that I uh, have. Jodi
1: Picot. Picou- yeah,
0: I, I've had that book for years. For years, and I have yet to start reading it. Someone gave it to me and was like, I think you would like this book. You should read it. And I was like, great. But I was reading something else, and then it, it just got brushed aside. But I'm totally going to read it at some point. When? when are you going to read it? Before <laughs> next
1: year. Oh, before we meet her? Yeah, okay. so before we meet her.
0: I will make sure I've read at
1: least there one There is of one books. book that I want to read of hers that I've been dying to read of hers, mm-hmm. and I will read that one before next year, but... I agree, but I do not have books on my TBR that I've been there for a year. Mm-hmm. Everything is newer that I haven't read. Okay. Because okay. I haven't read as many books mm-hmm. as I'm reading now. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. People who bulk create content.
0: That's basically like you can make things like months in advance. Nope. We can barely do that. We can barely get by. We might get like an episode or two, but there's no way we're a month ahead. That would be nice. That would be amazing. That would be... But never. No.
1: We're we're not... That could be like a goal for next year. Once we're like really steady. Mm. We're not built like that. (laughs) We're not built that way. That's too much. (laughs) Too much work. People who rate books five stars. I rate books five stars. You, wait, don't look at me like that. Okay. You rated... Crescent City. Yes. 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 I did. Okay, there's certain books
0: that are like five stars, but I feel like there's like two-star books that people are like, oh, oh yeah, five stars. definitely, definitely.
1: But there are very few that are five-star in my book. Yeah. In my no, book. No, but there's
0: people who are like, oh, this is five-star. Oh, this one is a five-star, too. Oh, this and one is like, 5 And you're like, well,
1: I'm where.
0: <laughs> This Why? is barely making two stars. What are you talking about? I feel like with certain people, it got a little sex scene in it, and it's like, oh
1: my God, yeah, they're spicy, and they and it's it. a five star. Like, mm-hmm. no.
0: Get mm-hmm. it together. Watch a porn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I read um a book. I forget what it was called, but it was all over TikTok, and it was just like a, a spicy novella, and everybody was just like, oh, this is like a five star. The spicy is a five star. Like, And I read it, and I was like, Okay, there's a lot of sex scenes. It's definitely porn, mm-hmm. but it's not a five-star book. Like, this wasn't like, I'm going to remember you forever. No, thank you. No, and then there's ones that they're like, it's
0: five stars, and it's just sex, and no, like... No plot. No plot. Yeah. Agreed. Like, what what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Jesus.
1: <laughs> That's why I keep my mostly three to four stars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, people who rate books they haven't read yes how is that even
1: possible i have seen that so much like people will go on and read a book five stars and then put on the little comment thing on goodreads i can't wait to read this one but why are you rating it five stars it's not you haven't read it so are they rating it off of what the description is of the book i don't know but that's not how rating works it sure doesn't at all, and so there's so many people that do that, and I cannot so stand weird it. to me. Because when you go onto Goodreads and look at reviews, you get a lot of the five stars right at the front. Mm-hmm. So if they're on there, and it's people are saying, I can't wait to read this one, um, okay, thank you, but what'd you think of it? And you realize they've never even read it. It's on their want-to-read list. Do you get your books off of Goodreads? Mostly TikTok and instagram but mm-hmm. i use goodreads a lot because mm-hmm. that's where i post all of my so stuff. do you like hear a book on tiktok go to goodreads and read some of the no. reviews okay i read the reviews after i'm done mm-hmm. reviewing mm-hmm. so usually like i'll get a recommendation usually it takes like one person to convince me mm-hmm. to read a book mm-hmm. i'll read it review it post about it if mm-hmm. i like it mm-hmm. and then i'll read the reviews see how people liked it
0: i never knew about goodreads until you Really? Yeah. I never. love it. People I, hate it though. Huh? People hate it. I think it's because it's becoming more popular and I don't feel like a lot of the reviews are as accurate as they're they not. used to be.
1: They're not. accurate. Or um, they're, it's, a lot of the one stars are funny, mm-hmm, honestly, mm-hmm. and I like reading those, but it, you do get a lot of people that say things like that, like they'll rate it four or five stars and it's it's just they, they haven't even read the book that's insane to me yeah yeah i was
0: i i like i would see instagrams or tiktoks or mm-hmm. like just word of mouth yeah about certain books but i never like looked for reviews and then recently because of you and just more tiktoks or whatever or instagrams they're like oh check out my review on goodreads or like mm-hmm. i'll go there and see what other people think about it Um, I've done it before I read a book, I've done it after I read a book, um, it's not something I play, I pay too much attention to, because at the end of the day, people are gonna review it, and just like food, everyone's not gonna like the same thing. Yeah, it's very subjective. So, um.
1: I just don't, I don't like other people's reviews to skew my thoughts on it. mm -hmm. That's why I always write my notes and my or try to write my post the moment I'm done with the book. So right. I don't forget.
0: That's
1: but smart. I do follow along with a lot of TikTokers. If they can convince me off of one little clip to read a book, it immediately goes on to my Goodreads. I'm I'm like that too. Like um what's been getting me are
0: Instagrams where they highlight a quote from the book yes if it, you could literally lock me in with the a quote yeah if it's a good enough quote i'm reading the book mm-hmm. for sure yeah. so you could get me I that agree. way mm-hmm. you're so easy i am Good. <laughs> your words give me some good words and yeah. I'm, I'm there that's true all okay. right, let's get into these book reviews. So, you have a fantasy, but you're mm-hmm. not sure if it's YA
1: or NA. It's questionable. It's questionable. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's writing that borderline. There's a dry humping scene that I feel like really pushes it over. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. see, I
0: see. So, it's called These Hollow Vows. Tell me about it.
1: Okay. So, These Hollow Vows by Lexi Ryan. Like I said, it's labeled YA. I feel like it's teeter-tottering. Mm-hmm. New adult. Um... They don't really say words like cunt and shaft and all that mm-hmm. stuff, so that's why I would label it new adult. Okay. I would not want a teenager to read some parts of this book. Okay, gotcha. Okay? Um, so it's like a Robin Hood meets Cinderella type book. So there's this human girl, Brie, who hates the Fae, um, and all she's doing is trying to survive and take care of her sister, Jazz, um, until one day her sister is sold Mm-hmm. To a fae king. So you have this human realm and then you have fae realm. The human realm, you either have like super duper rich people or very poor people. And those poor people have to work to pay off debts. Okay. So like basically paying off rent or if they're working for someone kind of thing. Um, Brie and Jazz both live in their aunt's basement because their mother abandoned them like nine, ten years ago. So they owe a debt to their aunt. So, one day, Brie goes to steal from this guy, Gorst to pay their debt, and then she runs into her friend, Nick. Um, Her daughter, Fawn, owes Gorst money, so she's, like, in a contract. So, she borrowed money from him, so now she's in a contract with him. Okay. So, her money's due, so now Brie feels bad, so everything she just stole from this guy, she gives to them, which causes her and her sister to now be in debt. With their aunt again. Mm. So she goes home. Her aunt realizes that she's not going to have the money for it. It's due the next day. So she's like, well, you better have the money for me. So Brie goes downstairs to the basement to talk to her sister Jazz. Their neighbors there bash. And her sister's talking about how they can kind of make their lives better by what's happening soon. Which is the Golden Fay are opening a portal to their land, so the humans can go into their land, because the queen wants to find a bride for her son. Okay. So, Bash is like, no, don't go, that's a terrible idea, it's dangerous over there, because everybody knows that Faye are dangerous, um, so he's trying to convince them not to, but the girls are like, well, we're kind of stuck now. So, hold on, so the queen is okay if her, her son mm-hmm. doesn't
0: marry Faye, and marries a human? Yes, there's okay. a reason
1: for that, and I'm not going to say why. Okay. Um, but you find out later in the book. Okay, sounds good. <clears throat> so the girls are like, well, we're kind of stuck. We have nothing else to go with because we owe our aunt money. And he keeps saying things like, if you would just wait, if you would just wait another year, we would be good, whatever. Because he has a crush on Bree. Bree has a crush on him. But they it never really went anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so he leaves. He's upset. She goes to comfort him. They end up kissing their little kisses. And one of her cousins comes out and she's like, oh, wow, you move on really fast Mm. now that your sister's gone. So she's like, wait, what the fuck? So she goes into the house and her aunt sold her sister. What? Yeah. So she was like, well, I knew you weren't going to have my money. So sorry. Yeah. She's just just selling people? And And it's not really her aunt. It's her uncle's wife, but he died. So. Okay, so it's like a Cinderella stepmother. exactly, okay. And the whole Robin Hood thing is because Brie steals money to try to pay mm. um, her aunt. got gotcha, um, gotcha. So there's this goblin who... Goblins live in everybody's household pretty much. And he she asks him for help because they're like the keeper of secrets in history. So he tells her... She sold her to um, King Mortius, which is a king of the Fae. So that starts her mission. So she obviously enters the Fae realm during this whole bridal thing. And this is where the map breaks up. You have the Wild Fae, the Unseelie Fae, and the Seelie. So it's Wild Fae, Shadow, and Light. Okay. So three different areas. The Seelie Queen is the one looking for a bride for her son, Prince Ronan. And she's now pretending, Brie is pretending to be, like, one of the competitors to be his wife. But in, like, the background, she's really just there trying to figure out where her sister is, try to get to where she's at, to King Mortius, which is in the other side, of the shadow area. So she ends up finding the portal that this goblin told her to go through to get to King Mortius. So they get there, and he tells Brie... Yes, I have your sister, but you need to find three relics for me. Because he found out that she was like this great thief or Mm -hmm. whatever. So I guess the Golden Fae has stolen all of these relics, which is causing the Shadow Fae to pretty much lose all their power. So it's almost like they have a sickness. Mm -hmm. So he told her to find all those relics, return them to their rightful place, and he'll send her sister back. So this is where we meet. The rebels, um, these Fae who want to take Mortius off the throne because he's a bad king and he's not supposed to be there. Finn, he's like the leader of the rebel Fae, and it's pretty obvious, like in the big way in the beginning of the book, that Brie actually has powers because of the way she can steal things and hide. Mm -hmm. You know, something's going on. So, this is a little bit more special. Yeah, this is where we kind of find out. That she has powers, so he's Finn. Did she know she had powers, she or didn't, she? But she knew there was something. something. Okay, like she didn't know why she was, she so, was good so good at hiding right, and right, right. stealing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't like a, a huge surprise to her. She mm-hmm. was like, "What? I have powers?" But it wasn't right, like right. a <laughs> wow, holy shit! It was just kind of there, and it happened. Okay. And Finn, it he wants to help her like hone in her powers because. He's part of the Unsealy area too, okay. with some of the rebels that he's with. So he's trying to take Mortius off the throne. So he helps her. And then. This brings us to... Because remember, Brie is still trying to compete to become mm-hmm. a bride for Prince Ronan. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of where our little love triangle... Mm-hmm. I know you hate love triangles, mm-hmm. but Pick this one, one is so juicy. <laughs> I freaking... I love this one so much. Mm-hmm. Um, So Brie stuck between these two kingdoms that are at war with each other. And she's learning that both places have lied about things and both places have good so she's like conflicted between the two um, right. who to believe which side to go with um she every time she's with Finn she's like I'm crushing on you but I'm kind of hiding it but I believe everything you're telling me but then when she goes to Prince Ronan she's like I believe you and mm-hmm. I love you mm-hmm. of course one's blonde and one's brunette so mm-hmm. you know which one I'll go for mm-hmm. <laughs> um so she's torn between both round or both um Sealy and Unsealy, and then both Finn and Prince Ronan um so she's not really sure who to trust and at this point in the book she's just like I'm just not gonna trust anyone I'm gonna go with whoever can help me find my sister because mm-hmm. at this point now everybody knows she's trying to find her sister And everyone's kind of trying to help her, but still she's not trusting either side. So I'm not going to spoil any more of that. Okay. But there's a lot, like this book, I think, in my opinion, has one of like the best, oh my God, twist moments that I've felt Mm -hmm. in a while Mm -hmm. in a book. Like, you know, the feeling... I don't even know, I was trying to think back to, like, *Avatar*, like, any twists that we think of, but there were so many that you can't even count, but this one, like, really had me, like,
0: okay. Wait, what? Yes, Mm -hmm. like, mouth
1: drop. Even the second time that I read it, like, still trying to, like, remember things, Mm -hmm. I, they were so freaking good. So, it has a twist, newfound powers, family secrets. So, would the twist
0: be similar to the end of Crescent City, too? Um, Where you're like, wait, what? Or so, uh, or, or yes. more, like, more like a twist, like I didn't see that happening as in like whether it's the love triangle aspect or who to trust kind of thing or maybe like Red Queen
1: kind of twist. So it was like a moment of the Red Queen gasp like, mm-hmm. I can't believe he's mm-hmm. the one that did this to her okay, and he's the okay. one that signed it was like that to me okay okay but I feel like this one was better than the red queen one okay okay okay. like that moment now I, for I me can, I could kind of get that feeling yeah okay so that moment for me was like wow and there's a couple in here that I'm like oh shit I didn't see that mm-hmm. um like I said it was a love triangle there's a little steamy scene like I said mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil too much of it but <laughs> she's drugged at one point oh my god yes <laughs> she's drugged and someone is trying to help her get out of this um moment and she gets in the shower she's forced in the shower and she this person locks her in there and she's trying to get out and she's like well if you're not gonna let me out then you come in here she pulls this person in and she starts dry humping <laughs> I was not expecting it mm-hmm. because it is a YA book. Right, right, right. Okay, teenagers should not be reading this part because mm-hmm. it was actually super steamy. Mm-hmm. And there's another couple scenes that are sort of similar. Not like this one, but they are. So that's why, to me, it's a new adult book. Okay. Borderline. Um, and the end, total cliffhanger. <gasps> She starts to rage, like, you know, when, like, a main character just gets so angry and Mm -hmm. rages? It leaves you with that, where you're like, no! (laughs) Right when she's about to, like, Yes, like, she's angry, and she's like, fuck this. Right. And starts to rage, and then it ends. I know! I would be pissed. I know. But isn't the second one out? So... Yes, the second one came out this month, so I haven't read it yet. I'm going to read it pretty soon. That's what I thought. Um, I was just like, is it come out soon? Yeah, July, yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. I can't wait to read it. That's going to be fun. And that's the end. <laughs> You're so excited. I love it. I do really love this book. I I'm going to have to read it. Uh, I'm
0: going to purchase it, get it signed, and then Yay. read it. Good. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, mine is a YA romance. It's called The Meet You Diary, and it's by Emery Lee. So, this story is about Noah Ramirez, and he's a trans boy, and, um... Right now he's in Colorado with his brother who's um, living there for school while his parents are in California trying to purchase a home because they just moved from Florida. They're leaving Mm -hmm. Florida um, mostly because he's trans and he wasn't just like it wasn't very welcoming there for him. So they wanted to go somewhere where you know he would be included a little bit more, and they feel like California is the place to go. And so he's spending his summer with his brother while his parents try to find something. Um, what Noah is known for is that he loves love. He loves um what he calls the meet cue. You know mm-hmm. how you fell in love with that person that first initial moment you met the person of you know, you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. So he loves this and he feels like trans representation isn't there. So he makes the meet cute diary where is a Tumblr account where he writes all these meet cues of trans couples. Like um, real ones? Like in his world, real ones? Or made up? So that's the thing. He says that you know, he's getting anonymous um, submissions to be published on his Tumblr. But it's really him writing yes. it as, like, basically, like, fan fiction.
1: Okay.
0: Um. Well, not fan fiction because that comes from, like, a movie and then yeah. he writes fiction. But anyway, it's, it's like, him, his version of mm-hmm. things that are happening. So, like, for him, it would be, like, he'll go to the ice cream shop and you know his wallet would fall and a cute boy would pick it up and be like hey you dropped this and then he'll make a story out of that one action as a meet cue for for a trans couple mm-hmm. so he's doing this and it's really really popular it's giving a lot of like you know trans kids hope like oh my god there's love out there I can't wait for that to happen to me. Just trying to give hope. Mm-hmm. That was his whole thing. He wanted to give hope out there, but it's false. It's a false pretense of yeah. hope. Um. And he's helped by his friend Becca. She's one of the moderators on there, and they'll you know message people back and you know answer me- um emails and messages and things like that. And while he's in Denver, um, he gets. A notification on his account, and it's someone trying to debunk all his meat Mm. cues, like and putting like kind of like evidence almost, like, oh, this can't be real, um, because of this, this, and this. And people are like, wait, what? Noah's lying about it, no way. And then people will go on those links and they're like, oh my God, maybe this really isn't real. So he's losing followers. Always the haters. Right? My God. Like, even though it's like, okay, he is lying, but he's trying to like promote, you know, trans. He's not hurting anyone. He's really not hurting anyone. Um, but is it in like false hope too? I I was, okay, so I get it. But then it's just like, I understand why someone would want to be like, he's a fraud. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so he, so the book is all about him trying to prove that his account is real. His Tumblr is real. So what he needs is, you know, help in trying to, you know, share a story that could be real. So he's trying to figure it out. And he meets Drew. And Drew is a cisgender, um a cisgender male, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, to make this, you know, long story short, Drew is like, are you Noah from the MeQ diary? Like, he puts the connection, and Drew works at a bookstore. I mean, anyone who works at a bookstore, I would love <laughs> So, um, they run into each other at mm. a, uh, like, a coffee shop. He, um, uh, Noah, I think he, like, dropped it. no, Noah got an order, he tried to order a coffee, and his car got declined, and so, Drew is like, I'm sorry, but, move it along, but in Noah's mind, he's like, oh my god, this would make a cute cute. cute." meet-cute, he's he's like, this is a cute (laughs) meet-cute, like, he's gonna give me a free drink and Uh. tell me how, handsome my look and all this other stuff but that doesn't happen yeah. drew was like do you have another form <laughs> of payment kind of thing
1: embarrassing <laughs> so that's the
0: first time he met drew but he made a meet meet about it okay and then um uh noah's brother was like you need to get a job because mom's not going to give you your credit card back because his card got declined he called his mom and was like hey my car got denied what's going on his mom is like get a job you're spending way too much money on like going out to eat and taking ubers everywhere and i'm not gonna keep paying this bill like figure it out get a summer job so brian has his girlfriend and his girlfriend is like oh i know a bookshop that is hiring you should go so exciting. <laughs> so then he goes to the bookshop for the interview, and guess who's behind the counter? It's Drew. So um, him and Drew start talking, and long story short, that's when Drew is like, are you Noah from the Meat cute diary? So he already wrote about a yes. meat cute between them. Yes, okay. between them. And that's how he was able to make that connection, because he wound up making another meet cute About him going on a job interview, um, not getting the job, but the store, you know, clerk or whatever made him coffee and they connected, which is something that Drew did. He Mm -hmm. didn't get the job, but he was like, hey, do you want to stick around? I can make you a
1: coffee. So it sounded familiar. So it sounded
0: familiar. And he was like, hey, can you come by the store? I have a question for you. And so Noah goes and he was and he was like straight blunt. He was like, Are you from the Meet Q diary? Are you that Noah? And he was like, Oh my fucking God. Uh yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, So are your stories like real or whatever? And he he wound up just being really honest with Drew. He was like, No, I just wanted, you know, to promote trans love, blah blah blah. Um, but I feel like, you know, it's going down the hill because um someone's trying to like sabotage it. he was like well let's fake date so drew is the one who initiates it and he's like you know we can go on dates and we can take pictures and like we can show that you have a real meet you moment kind Mm -hmm. of thing so noah is like are you serious that would be great so they start fake dating of course noah is falling in love But Drew is presenting some red flags. It's not as cookie cutter as he wants it. Because Noah has this like 12 step process to like falling in love. When I tell you Noah is all about love, he's all about love. He, He has it down to science as to how it's supposed to go. And if it doesn't go the way it's supposed to, he makes excuses for it. For it, and he's mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe it's not going this way, but it's going that way because of whatever reason. So he makes excuses for it. One example is, so Drew understands that Noah is trans, but he's, like, still treating him as if he's a girl. Okay. So Drew invites him over to his friends, and his friend is like, Um, this is Noah. This is my boyfriend or whatever. And his friend is like, oh, so now you're gay or something. And he's like, no. Mm -hmm. And so Noah's looking at him like, what do you mean no? And he was like, well, this is a conversation we're going to have later. But they never had that conversation. So that's one of the things that was hard for me was that they never had that, you know, in-depth conversation. Right. So, Drew wasn't taking it as a real trans, you know, I'm dating a trans boy. Right. Treating him like a boy. He still treated him as, yeah, you're identifying as a boy, but I'm still seeing you as a girl with like, sort of making excuses. Right. Like, no, I'm not gay. So then the Drew is like, oh, you know, he he's starting to get a following because of Noah and his you know, tum- Tumblr account. So now Drew is like, oh, do you want me to post about us? And like, Noah's like, no, this is my thing. We don't need to do that. But you kind of like feel like Drew is kind of riding the coattails of Noah and trying to become popular because of it. So that's another red flag that's happening. And then Drew um, gets jealous because... Noah didn't get the school job. I mean, the the book job, but yeah. Brian is like, "Hey, I'm working at a summer camp. You should come work for me at the sum- with me at the summer camp." So he wound up doing that instead. And while he's at the summer camp, he meets Devin. And Devin <laughs> When he meets Devin, Devin <laughs> Devin throws up on him.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) I'm just reliving that moment. So he's like, yo, this guy looks looks sick. Um, He's looking at me funny. He looks all, like, pasty or whatever. And, you know, Noah doesn't really want to be there, but it's a job. And he's a counselor for the younger kids at the summer camp. So, he's trying, he's like, okay, let me just, you know, make myself known and, like, get to know the workers. So, he sees Devin and he's like, okay, I'm going to go, you know, say hi to him. And Devin fucking throws up oh on my him. God. And we later find out that Devin has, like, anxiety issues and, like, he has really bad panic attacks and he just wound up meeting him at, like, a very bad time. But Devin is super sweet. The very next day, he has coffee for Noah as an apology and all this other stuff. So, um, Devin and Noah become close and Drew gets jealous. He was like, you know, basically like, we're dating. So, um, Drew is like, hey, my friends are having this event on this day. Come with me. We could take really good pictures for the meet. Meet Cute Diary and post about it so your followers could like it and believe you. Another red flag. Exactly. And Noah's like, well, Devin is having an event and I said we would go. So let's go to his event and then we'll, you know, meet up with your friends after. And Drew is like... Drew is like, no, we'll go meet my friends, be with them for a little bit, and then we'll leave early to go hang out with Devin. Let's compromise. So Noah's like, you know, in good relationships, you have to, like, compromise, like, you know, trying to make excuses for Drew's behavior. Yeah. So Noah's like, okay. So they go to Drew's friend's house, and Drew's drinking and, like, having a good old time, and Noah's, like, looking at the clock, and he's like, okay, you know, you're drinking a lot, and we have to go soon. And Drew is like, "Oh, why do you even want to go to that whack like event?" Devin was having like a recycling event where he was getting recyclables, and like you were gonna be able to like um create different things with it, like different mm-hmm. art. So it was like using recyclables to create art kind of thing because he was like, so it, not just a party, like a real event. Yeah, so. Um, Drew was like, who wants to go, you know, play with garbage or whatever? And Noah was like, you promised, like, we compromise?" And he was like, no, we're not going to go, basically. So Noah had to, like, cancel on Devin. And Devin was, like, super okay with it. But Noah was like, no, like, I'm not someone who breaks my promises. I'm, like, really, you know, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then Drew was like, oh, you got something with Devin or something? Why, why mm-hmm. do you want to hang out with Devin? So then they, it becomes like a big conflict. So then Noah winds up, um, breaking up with Drew, like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore kind of thing. Um, they have like a really big fight and then Noah, um, and Devin become closer and we find out that Devin is actually someone Noah knew in Florida. So back in Florida, Noah, you know, came out as trans because there was one other trans person in his school. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, he was transitioning to, you know, a girl, so a trans girl. And her being the first one to come out, Noah was like, okay, I want, I want to, you know, be my true self too. And mm-hmm. that would, you know, it inspired him to come out. Um, as trans and Devin was that girl, that Ah, trans girl.
1: Really? Yes.
0: And we find out that Devin, he came out as trans. It didn't go well at the school. Mm -hmm. He was made fun of. Um, this is a trigger. He becomes suicidal about it. Um, and that's why his family moves to Colorado to get him away. Wow. And when he moved to Colorado, Devin was having a big conflict with himself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he's like, am I trans, you know, or he didn't know what, who or what he wanted to be. So he was conflicted and he was just like, you know, am I a fraud kind of? Because you know, I'm not presenting myself as a trans girl right now. You know, I'm Devin, and he's just like, I don't know what my place is. So, while he's opening up to Noah, he was like, Um, I think I want to, I want my pronouns to be they, them, and then he's like, No, I don't want that, I want it to be, it was like X, X a or something like that and that's where I was starting to get confused because I understand Devin's conflicted as to finding out who he is and it's like a coming of age thing but then it got confusing reading about it because of the pronouns aspect of it because it was no longer he him or she her or they them it wound up being like an X something, which is a pronouns I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. So, reading it out, it was hard to keep track of because it would be like, X felt this way. Okay. And that got kind of confusing. Um, so, that that was my only takeaway. Like, you know, I, I really like Devin's character Him trying to find out who he was. And that's why a lot of his panic attacks and things like that. You know, he would get really, like, shaky and nervous about certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was always happy-go-lucky. But then he would have these really intense moments. Um, and I... Devin is just, like, I love... I love Devin. Um, this book does have a lot of, like, different triggers. Um... There was, you know, past suicide attempts. There was panic attack or anxiety dis- um, discussions, transphobia, because Devin didn't, you know, know who he was. And then transphobia in the aspect of Brian's girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. She was, she didn't understand Noah and she made a comment about Noah and it wound up Brian winds up breaking up with his girlfriend because of it. And that was a big moment between Noah and his brother, Brian, which mm-hmm. was cool in the book. Um, uh, homophobia. Then there was a lot of racial microaggressions, especially with Noah. Like, the way he spoke about, like, cis white males. Mm-hmm. Um I, it, I've never read it in a book before, any kind of, like, racial, like, microaggression. So that was, like, intense yeah. for me to read. And I'm like, isn't this, like, a YA book kind of thing? So it was, like, a lot of things for young adults to read, which is a great read. But at the same time, if you're not ve- well-versed in it, it can be kind of triggering and damaging, like, and damaging yeah. to read. Mm-hmm. um there was some sexism misogyny gaslighting when it came to drew and manipulation so this is oh. a ya with a lot of triggers in it so it was i'm like for it to be young adult you're thinking young teenagers you know early mm-hmm. 20s sometimes so for the younger ass you know younger crowd is a lot of triggers
1: for you know them to that, read that is kind of a lot of triggers they're so like Mm-hmm. what is the word like malleable Yeah. so to read a lot even for me like mm-hmm. I was like Ooh. yeah so that's
0: <laughs> why when I you know mentioned it on our Instagram I yeah. didn't give like overview of how I felt about the book yeah. because I felt like this was a book that had to be discussed verbally because mm-hmm. I didn't want what I say to be misconstrued in any way yeah um I wanted to be gentle with my words because i love you know um trans representation Mm -hmm. i love books that have any lgbtq plus you know mentioning or representation like i love reading about it but this one was a lot in one book like not only trying to figure out who you are as a person but Having those suicidal thoughts, having those panic attacks, having that manipulation and like, like it should really be more a new adult. Even though I, like, I felt like it was like everything that can happen to a trans person happened within this book. Okay. And I feel like you know maybe for a trans person that that's their their mm-hmm. reality to go through all the the bad before you reach your good. But yeah. I feel like sometimes that might not be for all, but again, I can't speak for that community, right. but I felt like it was a lot for one book. Right. Like I understand it, seeing it across different books, like different pieces of mm-hmm. like things that they have to go through. But this was a lot for just like these, these two, um, people. So that it was, that was something that, that was a lot for me. Um, um, but like I said, Noah and Devin, they built this connection and um, Noah realizes that he's in love with Devin and like their relationship blossoms and it's a really great book. I enjoyed it, but there are a lot of things you have to like mentally prepare for before reading it. Yeah. If that makes sense. But it it was enjoyable, but... It's um, interesting to see it as a YA romance, because mm-hmm. I feel like it could be almost for older, yeah. maybe because they were young, you know, they were, I think, high, yeah, they were high school students, so maybe that's why I was in the YA realm, but like I said, it had a lot of triggers for it to be right. YA, and I don't think I've ever come across a YA Book with so many triggers. Right. And it before. sounds
1: like it kind of just like leaves you hanging because you said Devin mm-hmm. was a trans girl yes. at one point, and mm-hmm. then because of everything, the bullying, mm-hmm. whatever, they
0: moved. He, and then he was just like, he was conflicted. He was like, Okay, I no longer want to dress as a girl anymore.
1: Yeah. So, am I not a trans girl? So, like to me, that's like the most triggering, like questionable thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because now Devin's painted as. Um, this gender where the pronouns are, like, what you mentioned, mm-hmm. where I'm not well-versed in that. And yeah, me neither. Obviously, you need to learn yes, and research yes. that kind that of stuff. W- I've
0: never seen, like, it was, I would have I, to look I it up. I have heard about it It before, was like X but or honestly, something. I haven't
1: really, like, yeah mm-hmm. researched, mm-hmm. Um, which I should, everyone mm-hmm. should, mm-hmm. but it's, it sounds like Devin's kind of world got left on, there, like... Because Devin so, was bullied, so, so it was kind of forced. There's to be more a to the way.
0: story, I'm not explaining it in depth because he he explains his reasoning behind things. And then, but I felt like I don't want to use the words flip floppy, mm-hmm. but he he wasn't sure what he wanted, yeah. so he would go which back is and it's forth. Usual for a lot of mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who are still kind of questioning, questioning themselves, themselves, yes, which absolutely. is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, so when he went to Colorado, he decided he didn't want to dress as a, as a girl anymore. And then the more he spoke to Noah and was changing, you know, the pronouns and I'm, I'm not even using the proper pron- pronouns for, for this character. Um, cause again, like I said, it was like X something and I should have wrote it down. So I apologize. Um, for not being well versed in it. But then one day, uh, Devin comes in with makeup on. Mm-hmm. And Devin had, you know, his mom do his makeup. And he was like, you know, I like doing this. And Noah was like, you look beautiful kind of thing. And then um, another another day... No, and then he started wearing makeup. But he still wasn't she, her kind mm-hmm. of thing. So... He was still the ex pronouns, but would dress, you know, like a cisgender female. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was that was the it was hard to like wrap my head around it. But mm-hmm. then again, these are, you know, young teenagers still trying to find themselves. And I rather my kid go through all the motions until they they felt right and what they wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the journey that Devin was taking. And I love how um his family supported him through the process. And I love that Noah was an added support for him. Mm-hmm. Especially through his panic attacks. Cause you know, um there was a point where he had a panic attack and Noah sat with him. You know, and was just like, I'm here for you if you ever want to talk about anything. So, I love I that part of it, too. Yeah. Um, they wound up becoming a good, like, support system for each other. It's the biggest thing, support. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's a really good book. And I didn't even get to talk to you guys or explain Noah's relationship with his friend Becca. That was rocky at some point because I felt, um, Becca felt like... Noah would always talk about himself and his problems and never ask Becca, hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. What's going on in your life kind of thing? And um, Becca and Noah were really close and the move really, you know, bothered her. She was like, who am I without Noah? You know, so she was on her own journey trying to figure out who she was and Noah was kind of like, are we friends? Are we not friends? And she just had to... She was like, you know, we have to stop talking for a little bit because I don't know who I am without you, and I don't want to always be dependent on you. So that was, like, another relationship he had to, like, get through. It seems like a really heavy, heavy book. Yeah, it really was. I enjoyed it, but it was a lot.
1: (laughs) That does seem pretty heavy. It was a lot, but... But it shows, like, kind of the lack of knowledge that, like everybody mm-hmm. or a lot of people have mm-hmm. with a lot of these issues yes mm-hmm. but at the end it
0: all works out you know it is a happy ending Noah and his relationship with Becca you know um is fixed and now they have an added friend and romance for noah so it like i said it was a good book it does have a lot of triggers Mm -hmm. you know so please look out for those please don't ever disregard a trigger um because you know you just want to be comfortable with what you're reading right um and this was one that you know look at the triggers before you read it and like i said it is a heavy book especially I, I can't get over it being YA, yeah. but, um, but it was enjoyable. Em- Emery Lee did a great job with everything, but there were just cer- certain points where I was just like, this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this was a lot,
1: but. It was I wonder good. how some of Emery's other books are. Mm-hmm. She's the, she did, um, and
0: even, I, I want to say her pronouns, I hope I'm not doing her pronouns wrong either. Um, but she did... What is it? Oh. Uh, ca- café con lychee. Instead of leche. Oh, I was going to say... It's, it's leech. Means. No. You are Hispanic. No, it's Come
1: lychee. On. It's okay. lychee because I run... I <laughs> so it is. It is. You're it's right. Lychee. I just looked... Okay. I just, uh, so... Emery's pronouns mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are, E M he him. E M yeah so okay. you could look at the top there E-E, right yeah E
0: and I think that was what um no Devin's was def was it E M or
1: so we apologize for these pronouns yes. it, honestly it's it's a big, big like mm-hmm. lack of knowledge mm-hmm. kind of thing and, and it's
0: like, no disrespect no at all whatsoever it's none whatsoever. But you see, I, I, so it's he, him.
1: Yeah.
0: e M. Mm-hmm. which I honestly don't even know what mm-hmm.
1: that means.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's,
1: maybe it's like a non-binary yeah. kind of pronoun. Okay. I'm going to have, so from this, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> going to research just so we're. So she, she I mean, he goes. Yeah, you could say he, him, him. because those are so. Me saying she,
0: I apologize. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I said, this was a very like kind of heavy, but it Mm -hmm. had some light moments. Like, again, when Devin (laughs) threw up on Noah, like I giggled a little bit because I was like, oh my god. Is this their meat cute because... I was going to say, that sounds like
1: a cuter meat cute than the coffee. <laughs> oh, remember when you threw up on me and then bought me coffee no.
0: the next day? I so. would be
1: throwing up too, so <laughs> we could just throw up together.
0: Exactly. But Noah's reaction was like, are you fucking kidding me? Did you just throw up on me? And, oh and Noah hated him for a while. Wow. Like, Devin would try to speak to him, and, like, he really didn't want any parts of him and was just, like, you threw up on me. I don't like you. And Devin would bring him coffee every day. Like, it was, I love Devin. That is really cute. I love Devin. But, yeah, that was Meekyu Diary by Emery Lee. Again, we apologize for any, you know, we're still learning. Yes. And this was a lot you know, for a book, um, but it's something that, you know, we're still learning about, Mm -hmm. you know, we want to be as respectful as possible, and that's exactly why I'd rather do it verbally than write it. Yeah, I think
1: that was a good idea, mm -hmm. instead of posting it, because you did post it, and Mm -hmm. you kept it very brief. Yes, I did. And generic, Mm -hmm. which is fine, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think it was a good idea to just talk about it, talk Mm -hmm. it out, Mm -hmm. but, those of you out there that want to teach us, you can DM us. Yes, And we can do. have a nice little chat.
0: Yes. I'm yes. open to learning and discussing because I want to be as respectful as possible.
1: Yes. Because you
0: know me. I, I'm all for <laughs> my trans rights. I'm all for the LGBTQ plus community. You know, I don't play with that. <laughs> and I'm still learning. So, um, So that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening so far, and we can't wait for next week's episode. So, bye. Bye.